0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
1: It's Bud Pod 103rd. 103rd. The 103rd. That's, I think, that's one of the lines on uh, an American football pitch. We were talking about the Super Bowl last week. So, he's he's got past the 103rd.
2: Yeah, or it sounds like um, a line from a movie about um, the American military. I'm from the Bud Pod, 103rd, sir.
1: Of course, we've, yeah. We've taken up positions around the town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice one. <laughs> it's also, Phil,
2: it's also two years to the day, almost, since we started Bud Pod. Wow, it's another, <clears throat> its our second Bud Podiversary.
1: Two years to the day, my entire—that's the same length as my entire boarding school career. <laughs> I was at that school for as long as I've done Bud Pod. <laughs>
2: Man, and you've seen even more flaccid sh- penises. <laughs> I've
1: certainly heard more, heard more shit stories.
2: <laughs> because back then, you were living the stories what did your what did your friend say at school that made me laugh so much he has a horrible wet
1: oh yeah yeah i, I stood in i stood in his wet um <laughs> which was the the little because you all, all all the rooms had a shower between three so if you were in afterwards you know uh, you, you would step into the previous guy's wet which is just a bit of water <laughs> on, on the floor of the shower oh, i stood in his wet.
2: It's so poetic. I really love that. It's so good. This leaving. This this imprint. Ugh.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like a memory. Like a like a sudden memory of <laughs> Ectoplasm. <the previous> ten- <laughs> it, yeah, that's that's the vibe he gave off so of ectoplasm. <laughs> it's wet.
2: <laughs> Imagine if you had a condition like it was fine. You didn't shorten your lifespan, you're completely normal, except that you just We're always like you had just stepped out of the shower.
1: Well, like, so so even if you're outside in your shoes, you stood a place for a while and you walked away, there would be a little puddle where you were.
2: Yeah, it was always (laughs) just
1: sort of dripping. But like pure, clean water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like spring water, the loveliest water. But it doesn't matter because all people see is just a wet patch. where you just.
2: It would be even weirder. They'd analyze it and it would be like that distilled water they use for chemistry
1: yeah right 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 like like yeah pristine <coughs> h2o the yeah. kind of water that you can uh uh superheat do you know this i think this was on oh yeah it was an episode of MythBusters, maybe if you if, because if you get a pure water pure h2o with no impurities you can heat it to beyond 100 degrees celsius beyond its boiling point yes because then the impurities the, are what make it boil at that level right yeah something like that and then the second you add an impurity to it like you just drop a spoon in it the whole thing explodes because it's it has to all evaporate at once
2: that's definitely
1: like a plot of a nicholas cage terrorism film yeah or or it's how walter white gets out of a predicament in series two i'd say (laughs) of breaking bad
2: (laughs) series two or very late on when you've sort of forgotten that he's a, a scientist nerd
1: yeah, they ran out of the fun chemistry. You know, there was for Breaking Bad the Head, like this chemistry professor. like, We got so many great ideas for. And by the end of series two, he's just like, I've used everything. Like, there's only so many chemicals that explode. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. And there's only so many chemicals that
1: one might find, say, in a police cell. Yeah, or at a CVS. CVS. Yeah, exactly. Although to be to be honest, I think American I think American pharmacies stock more chemicals than most British industrial estates. It's so
2: difficult to to write anything as exciting set in the UK as it is in America because in America it'll be like a he was just an average Joe until someone murdered his wife and then you're like oh no what's he gonna do and it's like so he got a machine gun and a bomb and a car and a laser, and a satellite guidance system, and uh, an infrared goggles, and uh, one of those ghillie suits that snipers wear, and also these combat boots, and this uh, pouch that can hold extra ammunition, uh, and some ammunition, lots of ammunition, and some dynamite, and you're like, where? And he's like, Walmart. He went to Walmart once. Uh,
1: <laughs> it was one shop, just one big shop. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, he, he got what they call the Punisher discount.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, he he had to get one of the the deep shopping trolleys, not the shallow ones for when you're just shopping for a week, but like a deep family shop size trolley. They should
2: be. They should do an offer where it's like the avenging my dead wife offer, where it's like if you buy all, all those things together, it's quarter quarter twenty five percent off. It's amazing there aren't more vigilantes in the U.S. It's got to be so simple to be like like if I lived in America. Not like in the UK. If you think, "Wow, oh, I really want to be a vigilante," well, you can't. What can you buy? You can go buy a cricket bat. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, maybe a slingshot. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna find you. Be you. Dennis the fucking menace. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be Dennis the menace, and they're gonna find you on CCTV. <laughs> yeah, it's one of the reasons you don't need to be a vigilante because they just found the guy you're looking for on CCTV as well. Um, <laughs> it's just CCTV everywhere. Whereas in America, the decision not to be a vigilante, like, you'd have to actively take that decision most days. <laughs> You're just in a traffic yeah. jam, like the Michael Douglas from Falling Down, getting really angry and thinking, "God, I should follow that car and shoot everyone inside."
1: Oh, not no. not being a vigilant, not being a vigilante in the US must just be like trying to avoid sugar. It must just be like you reach for it and you go, "Oh no, that's right." I'm trying not to. Ah, uh, it's it's Lent. <laughs> like speaking of, oh, yeah. have you give have you given up anything for this uh, unfestive period?
2: The least festive period of the Christian festive calendar, the 40 days of, of voluntary misery.
1: It's like they wanted to perfectly cancel out Christmas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think in the early church they were saying, uh, people, are being a, people are starting to tell if you're Christian by how fat you are in spring. <laughs> and we need something that's not helping our reputation. You know, We're a small organization. We've got to grow. Let's get a kind of diet and exercise element in here. Um, yep. The original dry January... It's lent. <laughs> I um. Uh, I I've, I've basically uh, so I've, I've provisionally given up takeaways. Okay. Unless I'm going to share one with my lady friend. That's my rule. Okay. If it's a, if it's the closest thing I can get to a social event during lockdown, then maybe I'll indulge. Not
1: necessarily, and we haven't. But been, is been, oh, But all this means is that every other night you're going to be going to your lady friend takeaway night. I'm going to be,
2: I'm going to be like, um, I'm going to just be like my face at the window tapping, you know. (laughs) Pointing at, pointing at a Deliveroo or Just Eat on my phone, nodding, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like a demon, like a demon of temptation. Which is appropriate for Lent.
1: That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah but i was ordering yeah, yeah, yeah. i was
2: ordering um i was ordering or getting takeaways just like because i can and there's nothing to do mm-hmm. and that's what i've stopped have you stopped anything
1: well i was thinking about it and then someone i know said um it's been a whole year of giving things up <laughs> and and i was like oh yeah <laughs> it's been lent year i i think the i think if there's any year where you, you're allowed not to give anything up this lent i think this is probably it
2: I think that's true yeah but then like uh, in defense of my own uh, takeaways based concern that's that's someone talking to you there who still fits into their jeans
1: right fair enough that's that's uh, the problem how 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 is your physique at the moment you're pretty trim aren't you it's pretty gloopy gloopy it's pretty (laughs) it's pretty (laughs) gloopy at the moment
2: um, oh, it's gosh. not disastrously gloopy, but it's 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 gloopier than it was, and it's too gloopy. And uh, actually, I tell you what, what would make more sense? Well, no, I only started it yesterday. So, your friend and mine, comedian Stuart Laws, who's very good on Twitter and TikTok, and oh yeah, again? yeah,
1: good old Stu Laws, good old Stu Laws slaws.
2: of Turtle Canyon as well, all oh, um, Coleslaw, all Coleslaw. He um, he's doing a press ups challenge and a and a squats challenge.
1: But I never know with him if it's a joke. He's filming it as a joke. Oh, he's not. He has, he, I don't think he's even filmed this. Um, okay. Well, so he's he's, give, he's giving him some himself so many press-ups and so many squats to do a day.
2: Yeah, but you do a certain number a day and then you add one each subsequent day. Ooh. So it gradually increases. And the press-up one started yesterday and he was telling me about this. And I was like, oh, man, I want to do that because I haven't done exercise in a thousand years, which is why I'm a kind mm. of... If, if, if you could be an Egyptian mummy who was also gloopy, that's what I am. I'm an Egyptian mummy who got left out in the rain. I'm all gloopy and crusty, and
1: and not like not wrinkly at all.
2: Yeah, yeah, too sh- just shiny, puffy, and shiny. <laughs> Horrible. Um, so, I, okay, so, 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 so I said, I'm right. in. Like a drowned mummy, you look like yeah. a drowned mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like some ancient Egyptian guy in his like tunic or whatever. Oh, we only just mummified that guy, and he washed away.
1: <laughs> you wash down the nile um so you're gonna you're gonna try this you're gonna try the yeah i did i did one t- new push-up a day
2: no no so you do 10 of three different kinds uh-huh. and then you add one each day so so then the
1: next day you do 11
2: yeah of each kind so you do 30 33
1: Oof. 36 39 42 etc no um, no i'm out <laughs> But I
2: used to I used to uh, be good at push-ups, and now I, I'm like a tiny weak baby. So I'm I'm going to I'm going to fight back. I'm going to make it so that when I go back to gyms when gyms reopen in 2025, um, they I seem like I've been better behaved than I have been, and I haven't just turned my body into a uh, well lamb, really, just fatty
1: cuts of lamb. Well, I mean, gym day is now 12th of April. Is it twelfth of April now? Is that official? Twelfth of April is gyms, and outside restaurants. Ooh, you can eat outside. Did you not watch um, our favorite boy, little boy Johnson, um, <laughs> giving us all the good news yesterday? Our,
2: our favorite cum streaked boy. <laughs> um, I didn't actually. You know why? Because I saw he's been giving prefer- So he was giving a press conference, and everyone was like, "Oh, we're going to find out all this blah blah blah." And I'm so I'm so sick of it all that I'm just like you know what I'll read it on Twitter. I don't care. Of mm-hmm. I, f- I don't fucking care. Someone else will tell me this, and I get nothing from watching him blather his way through it live and say the word "alas."
1: And <laughs> well, you know, I've I'm well. I guess Twitter's been my Lent from before Lent. I've not been on Twitter, and I'm 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 trying to stay off it for now. Um. Um, i trying to stay off social media for now. Uh, so I, I I, no longer, ha- I used to be like that. I was like, ah, I'll, I won't watch the news. I'll just watch an angry filtered version of it and <laughs> unfold online. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's so nice, Pierre, yeah, to receive news without uh, an opinion attachment that I'm forced to open. <laughs>
2: without someone writing this
1: in capitals. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I'd I'd rather. Yeah. Oh, man. So I just get the news neat now. Neat, no ice. Neat, no ice. And, you know, I've not like, for not being on social media, I've not missed out on nothing's caught me by surprise. You know, there hasn't been like a giant robot ant has (laughs) walked up to the house. And I was like, what? When did this happen? And people were like, haven't you seen on Twitter? Um, the giant robot ants have taken over. It's like, oh shit! Well, I should have known. That hasn't happened. Every yeah. I I know as much as anyone else, and I've not, you know, I've not tortured myself with the dumb opinions of others. All
2: you've missed out on is some memes.
1: Yeah, I mean that. That's a that's a wicked the wicked thing. Like when I have taken a break from social media, every time I come back, it's like a new, it's like a different country.
2: Yeah, well, like we were saying with um,
1: Jackie. Uh, Jackie Weaver. Yeah, See, even you've already forgotten her name. Already, I. Forget. She was the biggest thing in the country a, a couple of weeks ago, and you've already forgotten her name. <laughs> the queen, bigger had than an the queen. Yeah, the
2: queen had an opinion on Jackie Weaver. <laughs> yeah, or how soon we forget, and it's just it's just this endless churn, and nothing sticks.
1: Hmm. Mm, mm. I, I think that's what I. That's yeah. That's it. That's what I. That's what I really grasped this year is that nothing sticks and with the, the briefings that's that's what they really hammered home is nothing sticks so there's no why watch the day-to-day one
2: yeah that's right nothing sticks and everything is just completely based on whatever's happened that day and it's just fluid i mean that's why like i i still have my subscriptions to like you know private eye or or new statesman or whatever and my my flatmate gets the economist and there just There's never felt like any point in reading them, because certainly over the last year, the news is its just like, well, that's out of date now. It's been 10
1: hours. Yeah.
2: yeah. So the idea of reading something that comes up
1: monthly seems like insane. Yeah, it's like, well, unless you're working on the teams to solve it, there's no point being up to date with a crisis, really. There's no point being up to date with a crisis.
2: Yeah, they, they don't need you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: They're not going to call you in and be like, it's,
1: quick. Yeah, you, 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 you'd make it too many cooks if you were to <laughs> throw your hat in. If they,
2: if they were calling you in, the crisis would be much worse than you'd thought. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, was say, I, was saying, I was saying this to you earlier, you know, from time to time I see a screen grab of someone, you know, saying something online about, they should be doing this to solve this unprecedented fiasco. Um. And in the past, I'd have been like, "Yeah, why aren't they doing that?" But now, if I see someone, I'm like, "What? Who the fuck do you think you are? <laughs> what the hell do you think you know? That these people don't."
2: Well, this is the it's... this is the problem: is that we've we've seen we've we, we we've seen the consequences of being sick of experts. So now people look for some kind of we, 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 this is, this is, our, our era is just like, um, a bunch of people who have decided to like overthrow the professor and be like, yeah. <laughs> we're sick of you telling us what to do, you fucking poindexter. And we've pushed him over in the mud and we've taken his, his like, uh, pointing stick for lecturing with, and now we're, well, yeah. we're going to run the lecture. And his big motorboard. Yeah. <laughs> we put on his, his, his motor, motorboard hat. Um, mortar, mortarboard that's right mortarboard hat mortarboard that's it I had a complete brain fart there and we've put it on and we've gone oh I'm the lecturer and all the other muddy children have gone yeah and it's gone <gasps> So everyone's failed their exams it's gone really badly Um, it's yeah we need uh, I miss I'm I, I it's it's like if you if you were to go back and read some articles from the seventies about like uh, oh, far too many of our of, of people in power go through these traditional routes of slowly learning expertise in organizing a large trade union or perhaps a, a biochemical company or an investment and you go please can we go back to that yeah everyone in yeah. charge is boring and slow and clever I've missed that a lot.
1: That'd be great. Imagine be absolutely it. brilliant.
2: Imagine it, you wouldn't have Matt Hancock with this creepy little pumpkin face on TV, <laughs> just ignoring. He's. Do you think he's? Do you think he is like a gimp?
1: He, he would suit a, a tight leather suit, wouldn't he? Because there's he, something about him that's like. <sighs> yeah, he would fit perfectly with like a little red ball in his mouth. You know, I like. Not that I want to, to do that to him. It's just <laughs> if I saw him in that outfit, I wouldn't be shocked.
2: Yeah, you I wouldn't go. be like
1: the health secretary is wearing a game costume. I'd just be like, oh look, it's Matt Hancock.
2: <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, because like, I keep putting him on TV to to suffer, and then he keep and he keeps fucking up, and his life seems to consist of being hit with a big spade.
1: Um. The Did you watch him sort of mid um, mid pandemic last year when? Well, he's he, he's always on Zoom on news shows in front of that disgusting picture of the Queen that he bought at Camden Market. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and and he was he, he he there's a moment where every time he was on Good Morning Britain, he just had the eyes of, like, a guy who was about to snap. He looked like a guy who was about to go vigilante in the U.S. It's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, we're trying our best, yes. <laughs> his,
2: his approach to being in charge of a failing effort uh, and to go on breakfast television has been to sort of constantly emit a low-level chuckle. <laughs> like the Joker or, or like... Uh, Someone who's trying not to get shot in a hostage crisis no it's, no it's that's what it is. It's someone trying not to give away that there's a gun pressed against the base of their spine <laughs> he's going <laughs> oh like while they're saying unprecedented numbers of deaths, complete fiasco, and he's going oh <laughs> just this constant like rolling but, giggle it's
1: horrible between him and pretty Patal. It's like the fucking. It's like the fucking Chuckle Twins in government.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've... <With> old smir... <laughs> old
1: smirk... Old smirk It's not him voice. giggling and chuckling or her smirking. It's like, there's no one taking this seriously. Well, no,
2: they've been told, like, uh, everyone thinks you're cold, heartless, and incompetent, so maybe you could just be cheerful and incompetent.
1: Well, you remember back in the day when it was obvious Gordon Brown had been given that note. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and he'd have to remind himself consciously to turn on the smile button, and you could... Again. And he'd scare children. <laughs> He's the only person I I know who can
2: visibly make the decision to smile. <laughs> Time to smile now, Gordon, and then just—you <laughs> right, could hear like wood creaking. It was terrifying. But um, and then but then like okay, Hancock's creepy chuckling, and then the creepy crying, and then. The stuff with the school meals as well. Did you see that interview? No. So, but like, even when it's not his department, they put him on the news to be the gimp and get hit with six. So when they did the U turn, the second U turn on school meals, or maybe it was even the first—I don't know. But then they were just like, Piers Morgan was just saying, "Well, you know, uh, so you you think it's good that we're feeding all the kids now? Yeah, it's brilliant. It's really great. And uh, oh, Marcus Rashford, really great. Blah blah. Uh, and then the guys like." piers morgan is like well then do you regret not doing it before well it's really great that we're just doing it now well then so you think you should have been doing it. you think it's a good thing to do yes well do you regret not doing it then well it's it's good to move forward and like it, but it, it's the most awkward thing if you haven't seen it i recommend it and he's just but he's smiling the whole time like,
1: oh, as if as if piers it's morgan, like it's like the, it's like the tory party all, all these all wasted kids smoking outside the school bins and every time a a teacher comes around, they shove Matt Hancock. Go, go, go. (laughs) (laughs) Go, go on. uh,
2: He's reacting, though, like... Hi, miss. Someone's not asking a devastating question about his callous incompetence, or the callous incompetence of his government. He's reacting as if Piers Morgan is going, are you sure you don't want a pudding? (laughs) <laughs> oh no no well you know i'm just gonna i'll leave the dinner there thank you it was delicious but we have so much pudding oh well well no, you know, I, I, he's so pleased it's it's got to be a sexual thing
1: <laughs> yeah that's what the gimp outfit's for <laughs> behind that big horrible picture of the queen is a, a vault that he opens and in it is all his gimp stuff <laughs>
2: Do you think he, it's possible to do that? all that chuckling around a red ball gag?
1: <laughs> well, that's why he, his, his laughing is so, so rictus and stiff, because he's used to having that gag. <laughs> he's used to
2: going like... <laughs> Just on the news like that.
1: <laughs> um, but yeah, the so the Jim day is... Thirteenth of April, Theatre Day. is supposed to be seventeenth of May. Really? Yes, Theatre Day, seventeenth of May, and um, and most indoor hospitality settings are op- um, are opening, supposedly on seventeenth of May. Which and you know which and the most re- the relevant question for you and me and our like Pierre is what does that mean for the famous Edinburgh Fringe Festival? That's is true. that too indoors? That's true. So June the first is supposed to be Freedom Day. No, June the twenty-first is supposed to be Freedom Day. That's the day when um, all restrictions supposedly are being lifted. All social res- interaction restrictions are being lifted. Twenty-first of June, which is a, you know that's a month and a bit from the fringe. I but wonder. then
2: I, I guess the fringe, like a lot of the fringe preparations,
1: are non-physical up till that point, anyway, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it it's, it's not like it's not like Glastonbury where they have to be there. You know, building shit and I don't know, carrying barrels. I don't know how Glastonbury works, but...
2: Hmm. Digging up Mongo crystals from the, the, the year before.
1: Mounted. That's right. <laughs> um, shit, yeah, I mean, yeah, I wonder. but
2: then Scotland is, is, is well, I don't know, because they need the money. Oh, that's
1: right, it's England. Yeah, this is England. When Scotland's Scotland.
2: Freedom Day, they they need the money, though. They like to be stricter to make Boris look bad, but they do need the money.
1: From the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge, huge money. But remember what Scotland does is, um, throughout the whole COVID crisis, they go, me, me, look what England have done. And then a week later, they do it. <laughs> Quietly, they do the same thing. Yeah.
2: Well, also, I guess if you put, like, so many of the people who go to the Fringe are international. What if they put it on and it's like, well, other countries can't come. There's a travel ban. They're not vaccinated. That's
1: true. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess maybe it would be... um Maybe be a very nice Edinburgh Fringe when there's only like th- twenty shows on. I think
2: it'll be. I, th- I think you're underestimating uh, the harrowing ambitions and work ethic of clowns because I think there's going to be the same number of shows and like eighty Scottish people to go around.
0: <laughs>
2: unless, unless they convince the rest of the country that would normally want to go to Marbella to bother coming to the Fringe and holidaying within the UK for once, maybe. That's a good point. I didn't didn't think of that. And then we'll lose the well, long-standing might, it, fringe tradition, Phil, that you and I have both done, of accidentally having an audience of sort of thirty German backpackers.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there might be. There's a very good chance you won't be able to even get a plane ticket this summer. Pierre. holiday bookings have gone through the roof in in, in since last night's announcements. Oh, have they? Yeah Well, that makes sense. Yes, I've been a regular news hound this last um, 24 hours, it seems. The news, eh? Oh, sounds like this is the sort of thing a fellow should know about. Um, yeah, I should... Oh, dude, here's a bit of news. I, I, um, um, the, the the loopiest story on BBC News app, when I opened it up this morning, a, a guy in America uh, was killed by the gender reveal device he was building you're kidding like a gender reveal like a taliban bomb maker it blew up i presume it blew up It killed him what 28 years old 28 that's that's younger than us now yeah yeah two years younger three years younger than me he's killed him you know killed himself with and the 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 worst thing about it they asked his uh brother for account for um for a quote about it, his brother said, is the freakiest of freaky accidents. <laughs> the freakiest of freak accidents, he said. What a thing to say about <sighs> about about your just-dead brother. Oh, it's the freakiest of freak accidents. He's, and he's it's, it's, not, she's to, not the only one. It, it, a woman, oh my God. A, a, a couple years ago, oh no, 2019, I saw there was a woman killed at a gender-reveal party when... Um, the homemade, the homemade, I mean, this goes back to what we started this podcast talking about. The homemade explosive device for the gender reveal exploded and threw a piece of shrapnel into her head and killed her instantly.
2: I mean, don't, don't, th- those are literally IEDs. That's what, like, the Taliban yeah. make and the IRA. Yeah. Only it's in those, America. This America, baby. You just make your own IEDs also like that that guy's saying oh, it's the freakiest of freaky accident, so that his brother doesn't seem like an idiot mm-hmm. and essentially yeah. the, the, unfortunately for him i guess god bless him for trying what he's saying is god you'll never guess what exploded that explosive <laughs> it would it would only be a freaky accident if it had exploded and killed him and it had been a birthday cake that's true. Then they'd be like, that's "What?" That's a very good point. Oh, it yeah, turns out if, you, if you whisk eggs fast enough, oh, it's like a grenade. It's like no, you were building a bomb, and you're not a an engineer with a robot that's building it for you in a factory. You're a, yeah. you're a domestic, you're
1: a domestic gender terrorist. Yeah, you're not in the hurt locker. You you try to build a a, a A a bomb with some blue paint in it. Why isn't there?
2: Why isn't there a fucking terrorist attack in in America every day? If people can make, if if all it takes to have enough dedication and access to chemicals to make a bomb is to just be like, I'm having a kid.
1: (laughs) Oh well, uh, you should have said, sir. Here, have a cigar and five pounds of C4. (laughs) We don't have any blue
2: paint, but uh, are nails okay?
1: <laughs> We've all these pink ball bearings. Would you like those?
2: <laughs> it's just like You know what this is? This is the amazing influence of just like a 7-second clip on TikTok.
1: Yeah. Yeah, dude, the body
2: count of TikTok at this point. Oh my god. Suicide because of people hate
1: how they look cuz Um, suicides they fucking filmed on tiktok i mean yeah it's it's yeah oh it's it's
2: it's interesting isn't it to look back at say you know there's like vhs tapes that bin laden would release yeah and they'd be like a kind of 20 minute long thing and he'd be in his cave and he'd be like giving a a sermon for 20 minutes and you just think if you just filmed yourself in the cave osama just doing a little dance lip-syncing to something yeah, Who knows how many uh, terror attacks there would have been by now. It's, that's, that Someone should
1: have told him, these, these uh, diatribes are too long. It's got to be like eight seconds. You lose people in the first two. Osama, we need snackable diatribes. <laughs> <laughs> we need bite-sized fatwas, Osama. People, they just don't have time these days. People want to learn about a new fatwa on the way to work while they're on the toilet. <laughs> While they're waiting for the bus. (laughs) While they're waiting to blow up the bus. (laughs) Don't you... I mean, can can you believe there was a time, Pierre, that was so innocent that we were horrified by uh, the movie The Ring in which uh, a video of a dead person inspires people to die. Yeah. That's just TikTok now. (laughs) You've just described the most popular social media app in the world
2: this the 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 video from the ring is on tiktok and no one's noticed
1: <laughs> <laughs> people just keep posting anything's at least it. deadly you get you get seven whole days yeah but they're like
2: wow i can watch a trillion tiktoks by that that's great <laughs> they they scroll down to it they find it and there's just the the, the slow focus on the well with the horrible music and they just go and they just go on the next one and it's like a dog with a mexican hat <laughs> just skip past that girl she's got hasn't got a chance
1: i i i i I always think you know about parents with kids you know when i was growing up parents who wouldn't let their kids listen to rap or play video games or i was like just chill out what do you think and parents going it ruins your brain and i'm going no it doesn't calm down your point dexter (laughs) But if I had a kid now and they wanted to download TikTok, I'd throw their phone in the sea.
2: <laughs> I think like more and more I'm sympathizing with those people who go and raise their kids just in like a remote island. <laughs> or like on a farm. Certainly not a smartphone. Even a smartphone generally. God knows. Yeah, that I mean like... Every, every app is just like, right. What's the what's the what's the way to become one of the most popular apps on the App Store? All we know is that it has to involve teenagers killing themselves. So let's just work that into the app, and we'll yeah, figure we'll out what the App Store reverse
1: that engineer to. from that, yeah, yeah. that point.
2: Yeah, they've they've got a big whiteboard and they draw like a teenager killing himself, and they go right. That's what we're aiming for. How do we get <laughs> All here? The arrows point arrows pointing on this circle. <laughs> They're circling it loads with one marker.
1: And underlining, chuck chuck chak. <laughs> d- 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 this, this is what we want. Oh, uh, you know what I hate? Actually, sorry to go on a tangent, but people who like use like whiteboards in that way, yeah. and then every time they re- refer back to the point, they add, they they touch it, and they add a little dot, <laughs> and so you, you end up with this fucking mess of just all these dots everywhere. They think it's helping. It's like you know, there's like there's two hundred dots on this board now. Yeah.
2: And it looks like um, um, what are you, oh, it's got a name like pick, picked picked like the art that they make by doing that. Oh, like the the art that weird Japanese lady makes J- with all the polka dots. With little dots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or, or or sometimes, yeah, I've I've seen someone. I remember people doing that at school, and I've seen people do that in like maybe in a meeting or something. And you're like, oh, and I didn't know what you were talking about till you dotted it
0: for the eleventh time. <laughs>
1: But anyway, we digress. Uh, like uh, yeah, kids with uh, like, I mean, I think sort of social media apps are cynically optimized to to arrest our attention. But have you seen like iPad apps for kids, like for young kids? Oh yeah, like the sort of these interactive bright cartoons and the sounds. It's like. <laughs> And they're literally throwing all these addictive colors at other kids. I've seen it. If you try try and take the iPad away from the small kid, it's like, it's like you're pulling his leg off. It's like, awful, man. And I, I don't know if I told you this, but I was a couple of years ago, not very long ago, I was in an airport and I saw this little toddler waddle up to like a sign, just a normal sign. For I don't know the McDonald's or yeah, you know some credit card or whatever, and the kid just reached up to the sign and just started touched it and just started swiping left and right, and it couldn't the kid couldn't figure out why it wasn't changing. No way! It was like what? It didn't understand that the that some some screens in the world don't aren't touchscreens and you can't change everything with your touch. It was really peculiar.
2: That's so weird. Oh, man. I've seen, I remember seeing my nephew. I, I got a glimpse of kids' YouTube. Um, oh, yeah. And there's all sorts of, like, kids' YouTube is huge. It's probably bigger than normal YouTube. It's massive. And it's full of, like, kids' cartoons or whatever, or like, but there's, like, YouTubers who do, like, kids' yoga, kids' sing along, whatever. And it's like, kids' yoga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They so like little yoga or ballet or whatever. To I guess you must kid. find
1: the child pose very easy. Yeah, they've smashed that day one. <laughs> um,
2: but there's these people who are like our age who are like YouTubers, but they dress up and put on a silly hat and they go, "Hi, I'm Binky the Clown," and they they do a whole kid show. Hmm. Um, and some of them, like obviously, some of them are like you know millionaires from it and whatever. But they're so loud, Phil. Yeah. Because one of the best ways to keep kids' attention is, like, high-pitched screaming noises. <laughs> so it's, like, it's yeah. really, like, an absolute assault on the senses. Bright colors and somebody's going, "Wow!" Like, Just like, Wah! Just, like, dinosaurs fucking constant screaming and yelling and, like, You know when people put on a fake high voice?
1: Yeah, I don't have no idea what you mean, Pierre. What what are you talking about? (laughs) Well, that's just amazing.
2: Like, just this horrible, it's something ghoulish about it because it's done with such intent.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like they're trying to trick the kids into something. I wonder why babies like that. What sort of natural reason is there for babies to like high-pitched, relentless noise?
2: Well, they can hear more high frequencies than we can. That's true. Young kids. So maybe that's part of it. I mean, look, at a certain point, you don't want to be the kind of person who's like, yeah, there's a plastic toy, and if you press a button, it says moo. It's not, all, it's the devil. You know, you don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> the children should meet a real cow that lives in the yard.
1: <laughs> and could bite their head off. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Slop out the cows, then you'll learn they say moo soon enough. <laughs> You don't want to be that no. guy. But there's a point where it's like... You know what I think it is? This is? I think this is a workable analogy here. So, you know how like TikTok, we're saying it's like it's engineered to, to addict your rat brain, your monkey brain. Yeah. Right? I think it's the difference between weed and crack.
1: Oh, What? Okay.
2: So, like, uh, something which like... Is a, weed, which is crack. Yeah, so something like a speak and spell or even, I don't know, just some boring video game like Sonic or whatever uh kids tv that's just like a cartoon whatever mickey mouse that's like weed yeah it 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 it, it gets you high and it manipulates your brain chemistry but in a kind of mellow kind of scaled up scaled down way just up and down okay it does something and it's okay and it's fine and it should be legal whereas like on paper crack cocaine or you know heroin is still just a drug that does that but it's too Mm. good at it right <laughs> and when it's too good it's dangerous. <laughs> That's it. Right, yes. Yes. You can't let people buy a pint of 90% proof vodka.
1: It's too good at getting you drunk.
2: Yeah, you'll die. Whereas you can have a beer.
1: Mhm. Right. So you're saying that um
2: that guy
1: should be fine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying that if the, if you're just there the like app
1: a should be taken down.
2: Yeah, or just apps where it's like, okay, this is it's too good now. This is too good. You're you well done. You're too good yeah. at this. Um yeah. You need to make the same thing they're doing with gambling apps and stuff, where it's like cool down periods and stuff. You you can't use this for 45 minutes now.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah.
2: Because I think we're so good at manipulating our own brain chemistry that. There's a certain point where free will is almost in question, right? Like it is with drug addiction.
1: Mm, yes, okay, yeah, yeah. They can. Be, we can get to a point where we understand human psychology so well that we turn free will into a, a debate, well, like a moot point or a debatable point.
2: Yeah, where it's like... Uh... You, it, it, it takes um. You'd have to be a really serious libertarian to stand in front of a homeless heroin addict and be like, "Well, if the gentleman here is, uh, you know, decides to perhaps have some more heroin today, then you know." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a point where it's like, yeah, he's it's not a decision. <laughs> not really. Yeah, yeah. Are, th- are we going to have to be on TikTok? You've quit Twitter, so you're you're out of the game.
1: I've not quit Twitter. I'm I'm just I'm just off off um, it for a bit and off the internet of opinions for a bit. Mm. Um, it's the internet of opinions for. I mean, I used to, you know I love Twitter for the jokes and, and um. Like I've I've picked up things I really love off of it. You know, like bits of TV I wouldn't have seen otherwise, or radio shows or podcasts. But you have to make a judgment call whether or not it is worth listening to all the fucking bitching yeah fucking whining and the moral grandstanding well and yeah until that and until that subsides you know i'm gonna have to keep taking big breaks but
2: why don't you use twitter the way that like I, I remember finding out that some really old celebrity texted his tweets like you could just text them in
1: right that's how it started isn't it I think so, but you can turn it into a one-way pipe. Right, okay, yeah. So, I mean, I could just unfollow everyone.
2: No, then that's a whole thing. Then you're the guy who's unfollowed everyone.
1: <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Well, that's just, so just Lemmy, you know. <laughs> I understand. I mean, I could just unfollow all the opinion people, but then I get such a... The, the dangerous thing is I i you know, I get such a rush. I mean, I, you know, if I see something stupid someone said, I'll screen grab it and I'll send it to you and I'll go, look at this fucking idiot (laughs) and it feels great it feels so good Um, it feels great in the moment this is how it's like a drug it feels fucking great in the moment but a couple hours later you feel sad and you don't know why (laughs) you feel exhausted and sad and angry at nothing in particular and you don't know why it's
2: because you've had a three-hour argument with an imaginary version of that person in your head
1: oh yeah yeah totally
2: yeah and a three-hour argument is tiring enough in real life Mm, mm, maybe I mm. should find a way of just texting basically I only go on there this is the funny thing is I basically go on there to tweet from like the bud pod account hey by the way bud pod's out
1: yeah I mean and it's good for that it's good for letting people know what's up and you know when they can see you and you know I think people f- <laughs> pre- I think it's very <laughs> useful for that you know but, what's it's funny sometimes I'll bad.
2: tweet like hey it's a new episode of bud pod from the bud pod account and, the, and then you'll lose a couple of followers and you're like well b-
1: you were following the you were following BudPod. What were you expecting? <laughs> this, this is all this is for. Well, this BudPod account doesn't tweet anything but BudPod. Uh, this <laughs> is not what I signed up for.
2: Oh, so you only wanted me to follow you so I'd listen to your podcast?
1: Yes. <laughs> that's that's
2: literally it. That was my goal, and anything beyond that is completely incidental to the goal. That's funny. I think that's yeah. That's a big. I think that's a big part of it where people don't understand the difference because they, they, they run their Twitter account. as just like a fun, silly place where they look at dogs' uh, videos. Mm-hmm, so when mm-hmm. they encounter a Twitter account where it's like, this is basically a business. You're basically following at KFC. It's just that it's not as successful as KFC. <laughs> Yet. 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 Yeah. Yet. Watch out, Colonel
1: watch out our original recipe chant is coming for you. That's right and we've got
2: 12
1: herbs and spices.
2: <laughs> That's one more than you you old fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that means that we can legally refer to you as the the least spicy chicken, the least spiced. The blander, the, the blander spiced. recipe.
1: Mhm. Yeah. We've added cloves cloves has <laughs> <It's-> got <laughs> <called> christmas chicken <laughs> i don't know why the the, the selling point of kfc is how many herbs and spices there are in there because it's not like the more the better is it
2: it's also i mean the the days in which you could perceive that there is marjoram in the recipe are long gone <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever had a nibble of the colonel's produce and said, Is that marjoram? (laughs) Do I detect a hint of marjoram? (laughs) That's
1: right. I I picked up a taste for the stuff uh, in the Civil War.
2: (laughs) I think... I would love to see the herbs and spices as they're added now, because I'm just imagining a big vat of, like, dust.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it just comes in one big vat. It's just got the letter H sprayed on it. <laughs> and it's just called Compound H. And, yeah. and it just it, it's per, it's made perfectly, exactly identically every single time, the proportions. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that's ab- that's absolutely the case. Do you ever have that
2: thing where you have a little um uh what would you call it? A little bottle of herbs? A little They're not jars, are they? What would you call that? A shaker?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess you call it a little shaker of herbs or jar of herbs.
2: Glass jar shaker. Vial. A vial, yes, yes. Uh uh. It's it, after a bit they just become dusty leaves with no taste, don't
1: they? Yeah, although they always they always hold their smell, and then you put them in, and uh, it's not done anything actually.
2: Yeah, they 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 have us they have a limit, and I think that maybe KFC get around it by being like, well, technically we've put leaves from the marjoram plant in. It's just that we buy old leaves in bulk or whatever for like nothing, uh-huh. get them for free, because yeah. they, it genuinely is like so profoundly or not not tasteless but it's it's not you know a, a spice explosion in the mouth
1: no yeah i mean to me it's it tastes like um, pep- pepper and salt i think
2: they count salt and pepper as some of the spices you know
1: <laughs> i think so <laughs>
2: which is cheating isn't it it's like it's like um, <laughs> It's it's like saying there's so many ingredients in our chicken, and you're counting chicken as the first one.
1: I, I I've started recently eating things and eat, having salt as and eating salt and f- it feels like a luxury uh, flavor salt. It feels like this amazing magical thing because I, I read a book set in the old the Wild West where salt was a luxury item. Yeah, and only like well off people had like a little silver tub of salt on Sundays. they'd bring out a little tub of salt um, uh, now that's in your head and now that's in my head so now every time i sprinkle salt on something I'm like oh, oh wow <laughs> <Celerium. Whoa." laughs> i recommend it that's
2: good yeah because then you can sort of wow it's, it's this perfect crystal that just enhances the
1: flavor of literally everything it's amazing salt it's um i cannot believe it sometimes i'm like salt where did you come from? <laughs> well done. <laughs> and like what well, how do you describe salt? How do you try and describe the taste of salt to me, Pierre? Ooh, uh bitter and juicy. <laughs> Wrong
2: <laughs> It makes your mouth all juicy. <laughs> it does not make your mouth juicy. Do you think it's bitter? Yeah, salted salt and sour are, are similar vibes, I'd say.
1: Salt and sour? Yeah. You just said bitter. Sour is bitter, isn't it? Sour is bitter. Isn't it? Bitter lemon? sour. you say lemon is bitter? Uh, I mean, lemon skin is bitter. But sour and bitter are very different tastes. Would you say so? Are you having me on? What's sour and what's bitter? A sa- Sour is like vinegar. Um bitter is like very dark chocolate oh, i guess so yeah in my head i just what? kind of interchangeable are you what this is a, this is the strangest thing you've said to me in the tw- 12 years we've known each other you think, it's, <laughs> yeah. you think sour and bitter are similar
2: i mean I th- okay hang on i'm gonna say I'm this, gonna, the- sour bitter
1: yeah, you might have to upgrade the BudPod uh, Gmail account, Pierre, because the emails
2: w- w- <laughs> are going to come in. <laughs> oh, interesting. Sour refers to acidic pH and bitter refers to alkaline.
1: Yeah. Uh, you didn't, yeah. Oh, I didn't
2: know that. <laughs>
1: well, I, I feel like I'm having an aneurysm. Ah,
2: uh, see, okay. The, the Listen to this, Phil. This is on the website of the Society of Sensory Professionals. Okay. There is a phenomenon in the, in the sensory world that widely referred to as the sour-bitter confusion that commonly occurs among untrained assessor. What? This occurrence so involves the assessor describing a sour sensation as bitter or vice versa. Um, the practice appears to be limited to predominantly English-speaking countries, such as the US, Great Britain, and New Zealand. What? Yeah. This is the most... Be- debate huh? in the, debate in the past has centered on whether this confusion stems from a physiological disorder or simply a deficit in exposure to and training with sour and bitter tastes is this your asian cuisine mastery here phil helping I you mean, out i guess as so a child? i
1: never thought this was
2: an asian privilege well you guys have all sorts of special things that are sour and bitter well we
1: we literally have something called um bitter gourd which is a disgusting vegetable <laughs> that hard, only hardcore chinese uncles love <laughs> And it's a really like a really bitter kind of spongy cucumber, and they have it with, with soy sauce. It's disgusting and it's just plain bitter. Ugh. So from like from a young age, I guess I was I was like this is bitter, and is awful, and then sour. Yeah, sour is obvious. That's just like the thing that makes you go. Mm, it's what's <laughs> in lemons and vinegar. This is peculiar though. This is like I'm trying to I re- feel like. Uh, I'm trying to find out if I have a physiological condition now. I can't believe this hasn't come up before.
2: Well, I guess, I mean, they they so rarely are placed against each other, aren't they? Because they're sour and bitter. They're always against sweet and sour or bitter and whatever. Alkaline, I don't know.
1: Well, I think in general, bitter is quite rare. So Yeah, that's true. In in, in food, bitter is quite rare. Especially in the I mean, West. I mean, yeah. I mean, coffee is a bit bitter. Dark chocolate is bitter. Yeah, I supp- I suppose this is extraordinary. I cannot believe this.
2: I don't know if I'd, I like I I, I I I I you're right on a chemical level, but I would never, I would never, I don't know if I'd ever have said, wow, what a bitter coffee. Really, a bitter coffee that would seem like well, like a, a pint. What about like
1: a pint of bitter?
2: Yeah, but I mean, so much of that just tastes like cream these days, right?
1: <laughs> right. It's like yeah, a creamy but might-
2: pint. So it's like it's.
1: Do you feel like a bitter taste and a sour taste activate like the same corners of your gums there, like at the back of your your mouth? I the think back so. Of your teeth? I guess they sort of do. They make you sort of slap your tongue around a bit. That's true. And That's go, true. And, and go ooh. Yes, yes, yes. But to me, it's just extraordinary that you you think like the taste of vinegar and the taste of dark chocolate are like. Comp- like similar or comparable? I don't
2: think they're similar. I just wouldn't necessarily like. I like. You're right. Like in the sense that I, I, I would very, I would, I would rarely, rarely, but maybe not never describe some dark chocolates as sour because sometimes they are so. you just go ugh, but they're a bit like. <laughs> you can get some dark chocolates yeah. that have an almost lemony aspect to them. I find.
1: Yeah, I, I know what you mean. Yes, 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 yes. That is right. Yeah. So you sort of um, go, oh,
2: that's a whole, that's a and whole. And coffee vibe. as well. Yeah, and
1: coffee. You get that coffee that still tastes like berries. I don't like that stuff i i I met someone who has chocolate but only has like ninety or ninety five per cent cocoa dark what? chocolate what it's like at, the, at that point you don't like chocolate, just punch yourself in the face every day. <laughs> why don't you eat this <laughs> why don't you eat this citron <laughs> Just eat this soil outside your house. What is the point of ninety five per cent chocolate? Are you mad i don't i don't I don't have much time for people who are dark chocolate uh purists it's like yeah i get it <laughs> you're an adult yeah congratulations oh you have a driver's license oh good for you I,
2: <laughs> i've made this sweetie horrible <laughs> it's almost like a toughness thing like putting out a cigarette on your arm you know <laughs> it, really <is. laughs> it really is like it's wow horrible. look at that guy he's eating something horrible that used to be good it's even more heartbreaking
1: he took out an ingredient that made it nice. That means he likes it more than we do.
2: <laughs> and then the other side of this on the internet is that you get people being like, every time you see some post saying something like what we're saying now, someone underneath will comment and be like, exactly, and my uh, partner or my mum, whatever, always makes fun of me for adding syrup to my double chocolate sugar rose. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're also insane. <laughs> you, no, you're not on our team either, man. <laughs> <laughs> if it's what I need to enjoy my breakfast, then that's what I need.
1: Man, what a bombshell! What a bombshell! I mean, I, I'd love to hear from Podbuds if they have a similar thing. I wonder how 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 common this is, and how strange that it's 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 predominantly English speaking countries. Yeah, that, that was a deficit of language, maybe? I think it might okay.
2: be a language thing, and also the fact that bitter these days is so often used to refer to like what a bitter winter's day or what a bitter person
1: yeah and in my mind that's always like that person tastes like bitter gourd
2: <laughs> see that's the thing you you have this like uh um fruit in your head or vegetable that you could just go straight to yeah that's right and you're that's like right. that's that that's what that do- it's in the fucking name
1: yeah whereas
2: like you
1: know you know bitter lemon is a is a drink well, but, yeah, exactly, but that's why they have to say bitter lemon to, to differentiate it from normal lemon, which is just sour. Yeah, I guess, but in my head it's just like, well, if it's coming out of a lemon, then whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have sweet and sour chicken, you go, oh, I guess chickens are naturally sweet and sour. No, 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 I just mean like, it's like a,
2: if there's a, if there's a type of lemon that's also bitter as well as sour, then can't, then in my head it's just like, okay, well, just whatever, any word that means lemon taste is enough for this. I don't need to be, like, uh, assessing this at all times. I'm trying to think of anything I'd have... Like, I drink black coffee, but it's not... I wouldn't say it's particularly bitter.
1: Well, how would you describe the taste of black coffee?
2: I don't know. I mean, it's just...
1: hmm.
2: Hang on, my microphone's going all weird. One second. No. Oh, God. My desk is such a fucking mess. How would I describe the taste of black coffee? Um... But it, it like I suppose what I mean more is it wouldn't even be strong enough for me to call it bitter.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. It's just coffee.
2: Yeah. it Just is. I don't know. I'd, sometimes certain black coffees can taste sour. That's the
1: most I most I can tell you. Well, whatever it is, Pierre, don't even talk to me until I've had my sour.
2: <laughs> don't even talk to me until I've had my bitter gourd. <laughs> I want to try one of those now. They sound awful.
1: Oh, disgusting. Disgusting. It's the kind of thing you think, well, surely when the first person tried this, when everyone was testing out what was edible and what wasn't in the world, they went, no, this goes on the no pile. You ever, you ever, <laughs> you ever come across a bit of food and you go, how was this not thrown on the no pile back in the day? <laughs> I used to imagine that, you know, when I was a kid. I imagined the, 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 that time when, ev- when one guy had to go around tasting everything. And putting it in his mouth and telling everyone if it was food or not
2: yeah or yeah just giving it a little give it giving it to the the person in the tribe who you hate the most (laughs) that would be a good way to stop kids being annoying you know in the old days the most annoying kid was who had to try the berries
1: I mean, it, it, we don't we don't appreciate enough how extraordinary it is we live in a time where we know what is the food and what is the, the rocks. We know what is... Back in the day, we didn't know. Back in the day, we were like, oh, maybe, Do you put think it in your mouth.
2: Maybe the, the, literally the origin story behind all vegetables is we didn't kill a deer today.
1: Yeah, so we had to... We, we were so hungry. We haven't killed a deer for so long. We dug into the ground and found these sort of beige... Testicles, <laughs> and we tried to eat them, and they were gross. But we didn't give up. We then we we invented fire, and we put it over there to see. Hopefully, maybe, maybe this'll help. <laughs> and it did.
2: <laughs> well, they just they, yeah, they're going around. Well, they wouldn't have been broccoli because broccoli is an invention. Did you know that? Really, broccoli ain't natural, son. Well, well what's it from? It's natural, but in the sense everything's natural. Um, it is cauliflower crossed with, uh, I think, a type of pea plant. Oh, my days. Is that true? Yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Or some kind of, like, like green leafy vegetable crossed with cauliflower. Crossbred, yeah.
1: Wow, how about that?
2: Yeah, and I'm not sure, but I think it might be named after the inventor. Or maybe the inventor changed his name or something. Because, you know, the, the broccolis are who the family that owned James Bond
1: excuse
2: me this is (laughs) type in this is your sour and bitter
1: (laughs) broccoli invented type in broccoli James Bond as well broccoli sprouting broccoli was cultivated in Italy that sounds about right in ancient Roman times um, and was introduced to England and America in the 1700s so it's about as old as the tomato in, in Europe Yes, the first broccoli. How bizarre. Yeah, it's
2: weird. It's its own weird little thing. In a controlled environment, it can be forced to reproduce itself many times. That's what we've been doing in lockdown, reproducing
1: ourselves. (laughs) How (laughs) was broccoli created? Broccoli was created from a kale predecessor in the 1500s by selecting for the larger flower clusters. Isn't it mad how, like, civilizations were just... Like, before Darwin, civilization just kind of got evolution, and they got genetics, and they... Un- but then you tried to tell it, tell it to them in a book, and they went, you should burn! <laughs> it's like, you already know this, you just made a broccoli.
2: Yeah, and it's like, uh, th- this perfectly reasonable explanation for things that I've seen every day as a farmer is heresy!
1: <laughs> and It's in the cabbage family! Look, this has been too much of an episode for me. This, I think, I need to go and calm down. <laughs> Sour is bitter. Broccoli's not real, and if it is, it's a cabbage. And I've owns, had enough. And it owns James Bond. And it owns James Bond. I've had enough. <laughs> Didn't he? I think
2: it's like he's named after it or something. I want to find out family life. It's the name of
1: name. Well, of so broccoli? like the, they're what? the descendants of the inventor of broccoli, surely. He acquired this is
2: his... too much. Oh no, that's not a nickname. This is way
1: too much for a uh, for the middle of the week. What does it mean? Family name. Why are people called broccoli? Well, presumably the name came first.
2: A diminutive of brocco. See brocco. Well, what's brocco? Ah, I, hate things, I hate it when things.
1: I hate it when things say that. Well, but I mean, it's one of those languages where you add something. You know.
2: Yeah, but I'm trying to look yeah, at a dim- definition, and they just go, oh, it's a diminutive of brocco, and you go,
1: yeah, but what's that? Well, brocco is, would be a surname, and then it's a like brocco- when you go, call, 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 if I called you, pi, pi, oh, well, it's like in Russia they have um, pichka, so you'd be like pichka or something, pichka. A brocco a is like, a broccolo. Surf- a broccolo
2: is a cabbage sprout, and a brocco is a shoot or a sprout. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I always thought that the broccoli's were somehow affiliated with it, but I guess they're just called little sprout head men.
1: Oh, thank God. So they So, so like the Broccoli telling... wasn't invented by a man called Broccoli, who I'm... then whose descendants owned James Bond. <laughs> I do like telling it's...
2: people that though, so I'm gonna keep doing it.
1: <laughs> it is the slightly less insane truth that the broccoli was named. A sprouting leaf vegetable and someone was named after that.
2: Imagine inventing broccoli. What a fucking legacy.
1: Yeah, that's something else. You go over for dinner at someone's place like you uh <laughs> you enjoy that dinner there. And they're like, hmm? Yeah, 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 it's nice. Pretty good, huh? The broccoli's uh wouldn't be wouldn't be good without the broccoli, would you say?" No, no, the broccoli's very nice. No, you enjoy. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then later later on they're like, "Why did that guy keep saying you're welcome about broccoli <laughs> or even worse you go
2: into someone's house for dinner and then you go you're not going to not going to serve any uh any any broccoli <laughs> today is that uh i just i just think i just think it's a good uh, you can have it as a starter it doesn't even have to come with the main meal
1: nice. Uh, yeah nice to just pick at but uh, no 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 it's not for <laughs> no i guess not everyone uh, not everyone
2: Loves it. Uh. <laughs> 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 uh, well, enjoy. Well, this is, your sour and bitter well, broccoli podbuds.
1: Well, on those like at this point five bombshells, we <laughs> we should we should sign off. Yeah, have
2: a good week, guys. Enjoy. Have happy happy but, podbuddiversary, Phil.
1: Yes, happy two years. Happy two. The terrible twos. Will it be? Yeah. Lots of screaming and pooping. Sounds like us. Yeah. All right. right. Bye-bye.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing.